Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. There's been a lot of movement in the workforce due to the pandemic. Thousands of workers got laid off. Many new positions are a little different now than they were before the pandemic began. And this is causing a lot of people to rethink their own career goals. But for those of us who are a little older or more senior, as we like to say, uh, is it too late to rethink our careers and go back to school? Really excited to have join us on the program today, Kyle Reyes, who's the Vice President of Student Affairs at Utah Valley University, to help us answer, answer that question. Kyle, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks so much, Boyd. So that is always the the ultimate question, you know, is is it too late? Have I missed my window? Uh, I know UVU has, has really been uh, out in the forefront as it relates to all kinds of learners and students going back. Uh, what's the answer to that? Yeah, it's a resounding yes. I mean, it's never too late to go back or to even start for the first time, even after folks have decided, you know what, I, I, don't, I don't know if college was for me. Uh, as you've mentioned, uh, there's a number of folks in our community who's, who have sort of woken up, uh, especially during this pandemic, and said, you know what, I, I wouldn't mind getting an upskill opportunity, getting a quick certificate. Um, you know, long gone are the days where we just have to get the bachelor's degree. Um, and yet, there's a lot of folks who started a degree and, and never finished. And so we've got a series of programs to welcome Wolverines back that we call our Returning Wolverine program. And uh, we invite folks to come back, get uh, upskilled, get some tools. Uh, we have financial aid resources. But so many adult learners in our community are, are returning back, trying to get those new skills for this next 24, for this 21st century. Yeah, and so many kind of look at that and think, oh, you know, university campus, that's going to be a bunch of, you know, 19 to 23-year-olds. Uh, it's a little different at UVU. It really is. It really is. I, just, just a, a, you know, a, a fun story. This last year, uh, our oldest graduate was 69 years old. The year before that, our oldest graduate was 68 years old. And, and what we like to say is we no longer call our adult learners non-traditional students because there's just so many mm. that are taking advantage of the opportunities here. You know, 30%. Uh, nearly 30% of UVU students are 25 and older. 80% of our students work while taking classes. You know, 28% work more than 30 hours a week. And so when we're talking about providing access for those who are saying, you know what, can I, can I have a family and go to school? And can I work and go to school? I mean, the, again, the answer is yes. We have classes in the evenings and the weekends, and we have daycare on campus. So when it comes to really looking at the needs, the unique needs of our adult learners starting or even returning to school, we've really tried to be intentional here at UVU. Yeah, and I know you've been uh, partners with uh, state and local uh-huh. uh, businesses and, and state government as well. I know you have the uh, Work and Learn program yeah. that has some state funds in there. But just kind of walk us through, how does that help someone who's maybe on 
that in that space of man, do I, can I do this? Can I make this work? Uh, what does that look like? Yeah, great question, Boyd. So for someone out there who might think, you know what, I I, I don't mind my job. I like my job. It's it's great, but I I, I wouldn't mind uh, promotion. I wouldn't mind learning some new skills. I've, the pandemic has forced us to all rethink. Or do we have the skills that are relevant for the next fifteen twenty years? And so a lot of uh, folks have been calling us up saying, hey. You know, we heard about this work and learn program. Uh, again, as you mentioned, state funded. Um, what does that entail? And what it really is is that we we have some funding for folks to be able to to, to come back, almost like a scholarship, to return to get some quick, um, almost boot camp style classes for them to get their certificate, for them to get uh, certain uh, credentials, so that they can be ready for that next job, so that they can retool, reimagine, and reinvent themselves within the workplace. Um, and maybe even be eligible for promotions and new new job opportunities. Uh, if you're just joining us, we have Kyle Reyes on the line with us, uh, Utah Valley University Vice President of Student Affairs. Uh, we're talking about these opportunities to to go back, and I, I love the I love the fact, Kyle, that you're you've you've gotten rid of this non traditional student thing, uh, and just everybody's a learner, uh, and adult learning is adult learning, and I, I think that's an important thing. And I know you have so many resources there on campus at UVU. Uh, in terms of childcare, uh, a whole whole host of things for women in the workplace, uh, women in leadership. Uh, tell us a little bit about those. Sure. So again, our uh, you mentioned the daycare programs that we have. We have um, on campus daycare as well as connections to daycare in the community uh, and matching students' needs to uh, a daycare that matches. Uh, you know, their schedule and needs. Uh, our Women's Success Center has been very successful at bringing uh, women back to finish their degrees, whether that's an associate degree, uh, uh, a certificate, a baccalaureate degree. Um, you know, President Tuminez has said a number of times since she's been here, come as you are, um, you know, bring what you have, let us add to that. And I'll just tell you, you know, one of the observations, Boyd, I, I, I'm also a professor, and I had a chance in my classes this last year to have a number of adult learners take the class. And I will tell you, there is just a different level of seriousness and maturity that they bring to the class to say, you know what, I'm not just exploring here. I know what I want in life. I'm, I, I don't want to just pay tuition and have that, uh, you know, be wasted at all. And I, they seem a little bit more streamlined in their focus. And what we try to do is have them connect with advisors that really know exactly how to onboard them once again. Yeah, I think that's so important. And, and just from the dynamics, and I know that President Tamina preaches this all the time, just having this yeah. gritty focused yeah. let's let's get it done but i i can't help but think that the the adult learners in the room impact both the the professor that's teaching the class in terms of focus and those younger learners uh that's got to create a dynamic that i think is super healthy and actually creates a better learning environment for everybody in the long haul oh it, it's true i mean the classes that i've taught over the last number of years at what the adult learners bring to that classroom dynamic is something that has been so important to our focus of engaged learning here, and that is the relevance of the material, right? You could be talking about math, you can be talking about uh, one of the sciences, and then to have, uh, or, or political science, and you can have somebody in the room say, can I tell you about what this looks like in the real world because of my lived experience? And that enriches the learning for everybody in that classroom, so you're exactly right. Yeah, that's It's so important, and uh, I think one of those odd side benefits uh, from the pandemic has been an opportunity for everyone to stop and, and think about learning and doing it in a different way because we, we have realized, wow, we, we can do it different. We can do some in person, some online, some early in the morning, some late at night. And, uh, and I think it's just allowed us to disconnect from what we always thought learning had to be. 
And again, I think UVU and uh, under uh, both uh, President Holland and now under President Tuminas have just you know pushed the boundaries on that in ways that I, I think are just a great model uh, around the planet. Well, I do think that, you know, uh, our intentionality uh, of, of wanting to make sure that the education is both accessible and, again, is relevant for, for folks, it, it has driven us to make decisions. You know, we, the, the pandemic forced all universities to really take a look at what online services provide and, and, and learning looks like. But the thing that we've learned the most is that students do best when there is a hybrid approach or a, what we call a mixed modality where they do some of their learning in classrooms in person and some of their learning online. Because, you know, in terms of the future of work and, and contribution uh, in the community, so much of what we're going to be doing is going to be that hybrid approach of in-person and online. And so we really have to try to promote both of those as, as dynamic ways for learning and then also expanding out our offerings at our satellite campuses. Yeah, I think that's so so vital. And, and when we look at the pace of change in our world today, I've, I've always said the most important things you can ever learn is how to learn, the discipline of learning. Uh, and a love of learning, a passion for learning, because uh, we have to be lifelong learners uh, in the world that we live in today. And I think at uh, Utah Valley University, you're you're striking that chord in a way that I think is going to impact not just the current students, but it will impact their businesses, their families, their communities in a significant way. Well, we sure hope so. And, and if anybody out there that's listening is, is, is just has a question of, hey, maybe I could get started, and they don't know exactly where to start, I would invite everyone to go to our website, uvu.edu backslash student success, and there will be a, a link there for adult learners. And you click on there and you'll see a, a multiplicity of resources. And, and again, sometimes it is as simple as I just don't even know who to call, where to get started, or if this is something even for me. And uh, we want to let everybody know there is a place for you and we've got folks ready to serve. Yeah, and just starting that process, just engage. Even if you're just thinking about thinking about it, uh, we we encourage you to engage in it. Uh, Kyle Reyes, thank you so much for joining us today. Again, he is the uh, Vice President of Student Affairs at Utah Valley University. Some great opportunities for all learners, uh, whether you're brand new going in or an adult learner going back uh, or just looking at new opportunities uh, for your future. It's a great place to get that done. Kyle, thanks again for joining us today. Thanks so much, Boyd. All right, uh, we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. And when we come back, uh, there's a lot of confusion going on in the House of Representatives, what it means, how you process it, what all of these votes and bills look like, what is the Speaker of the House doing, what are moderate Democrats doing, what does it mean for the White House. We're going to try to unravel all of that coming up next. Stay with us. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.